Hey everybody, a little bit of a wild show this morning. We discuss AI Moonbirds, now called AI Nightbirds, which was the uh, knockoff AI-generated Moonbird project. Really cool art, people really appreciated it, and the story of Kevin Rose's response. We also discuss G-Money's new NFT project that he released through POAPs of people walking up to him and meeting him at VCon, and G-Money himself uh, catches wind of our discussion and comes to the stage, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of chaos on today's show. Really fun though. Good way to close out the week. As usual, this content is sponsored by FTX. You can sign up at thenifty.com slash FTX or with the code thenifty on your FTX mobile app. I was told the market was going to pump. What happened to that? I, I, did we ever you say said that? It. I feel like you were never you said, said that. Nope. Said 1600. Here we come. <laughs> But we still got to pump up the market. It's on us. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I was pumping a lot yesterday, and um, it worked for AI Moonbirds. But you got to really be specific and targeted with the pump uh, because, you know, it's, it's hard to carry the entire global market, you know, as, as a whole. Um, so I like to narrow my focus when I'm uh, manually pumping it up. <laughs> it's a lot of work that goes into that. A lot of people don't realize the amount of effort that it takes to, uh, you know, drive the market prices um, to the moon. And but it really does require a lot of physical effort. Yeah, I mean, we saw it. Your, your arms seemed really tired when you used a bicycle pump, uh, of all things. You no, no, no. That's the market pump. Okay. The market bicycle uh, pump. It's not a bicycle pump. I want to be clear. That is a market pump. Okay, the market. Designed exclusively to pump the market. Nick, you're going to have to bring that to NFT NYC now and just walk around with it pumping all night. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a great idea. For, for It'd be hilarious if we actually rented like a massive balloon pumping so, station. No, so I actually want. I was thinking that yesterday, but thanks for giving away the uh, <laughs> the, the the idea there. That just make that a whole be... bunch of balloon animals that have market written into it. So as you pump it up, you're pumping up the market itself. Oh, I like that. So you're actually pumping balloons. I was I was thinking of a like a caricature of a uh, of a pump itself, where it's like this oversized. Thing sitting at the event that we host uh and it's just just dress up in a pump. costume of a pump nick and we'll just pump you <laughs> i think the people would like that people want to pump nick so that i think that would work okay. what do you think of that this, nick Are you down that just sounds uh, yeah i'm good <laughs> Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is the NFT Morning Show. Today's Friday, last show of the week. We do this show Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. I was really hoping for an NFT market relief rally. Captain Kicks gave me a little bit of, of false hope last night on our show when we were aggressively pumping the entire market, but specifically the AI Nightbirds. Uh, I hope Nick and Kicks were able to make some money off of the AI Nightbirds. That I haven't I sold yet. Okay. That Kevin Rose pumped. I didn't, I didn't buy it and sell. Uh, I was on the sideline for AI Nightbirds. It almost seems like the safest uh, bets right now are DGen plays in the NFT market. So if you think about things sensibly, you're not really going to make it. And that's what I'm learning firsthand right now. Uh, but yeah, happy to, to dive into the market today. Let's see if we can identify any areas that are going to pump. It, it, it's not an easy thing to identify right now. 
Uh, but Signal, our lovely weather reporter, uh, what are you seeing out there? It's uh it's it's, it's kind of weird out here, not going to lie, <laughs> especially as your weather reporter is in the middle of a field right now. <laughs> so I'm coming to you live from the middle of a field. You might hear some birds or some giant crickets. So let's run with this. Today, Friday, 27th of May, let's look at the market. So on the platforms, OpenSea volume was at 33 million. You've got Looks Rare. They did 9 million yesterday and Magic Eden did 6. On the blue chips, Apes are back up at 19. Mutants are at 18 and Punks are at 45. Whilst Moonbirds at 21, Doodles at 12, Clonex the same, and Azuki trending down towards 10. Over the past 24 hours, the highest volume was on AI Moonbirds. Their name has actually changed to AI Nightbirds after Kevin Rose tweeted he was having uh, he was working on having any collections with the same name removed. That floor is at 0.22 ETH. Dead Feathers floor is looking extremely clean after Gary V swept their floor. Dead Feathers were one of the invite-only projects to have a booth at VCon. There are only eight or nine of them, and that floor is at 1.5 ETH. And a one-of-one one Samurai Clone X, which was auctioned at Christie's yesterday was met with very much timid uh, water when nobody bidded on it in fact the lot was pronounced as unsold onto Whoa. the markets yeah that was a one-of-one one samurai uh takashi murakami with the rare skin on the markets they are in the red btc still holding well it's rather resilient while eth dipped down to 1700 back up to 1800 that dislocation gap is getting wider the discords the ones that i'm going in people seem more nervous about the situation but generally it looks like we're still treading water here with open z volume at 33 and looks at nine we're still going sideways but probably trending down with lower highs um and unless we really see more liquidity come in it's going to be a slow trip down. So for the time being, the 24-hour forecast looking at the ETH price action is giant hailstones. Back to you folks. Yeah, those hailstones, similar to the ones uh, that were outside my window when I first got to Minneapolis for VCon, that is insane that the, the Murakami Clonex did not receive a bid. Uh, I just brought Spencer on stage. Uh, what do you make of that, man? I know that you were following that and you're a, a, a Clonex holder. I was going to say Murakami holder, but a Clonex holder. What do you make of that? Wait, I, I don't think it didn't receive a bid. I, I think it received a bid that was under the reserve price. So it didn't it, receive it. So, um, look, I mean, the reserve price was around a half a million US dollars. And it's kind of an interesting one in the collection because the Samurai is not actually a Takashi Murakami one. So I was always interested to see where that fit in. It is a more rare part of the collection. But, I mean, look, like, look at the volume, right? If that had sold for half a million dollars it would have been like one sixth of all the transactions that happened yesterday, right? Like we're, we're, we're in a bear market with no liquidity. Your JPEGs are illiquid. I don't know if this is the time to try and sell one of one grails. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. Uh, Captain kicks, you know, we were talking about a little uptick in the volume in the NFT market yesterday. Uh, have you been paying attention to the volume this morning? And, and if so, what do you make of it? Yeah, the volume looks good so far this morning. We're uh, just past $17 million at, at 9 o'clock. Um, and if you remember, like a few days ago, we bottomed out at like $26 million for the entire day. So despite ETH being down, um, we're still uh, <clears throat> seeing some, some pretty healthy volume. Um, as I said on the YouTube show yesterday, what I'm noticing is that uh, it seems like a lot of the volume is being concentrated towards uh, newer projects in newer 
uh, opportunities, not meaning like everything's like a degen mint, but like, you know, projects that are uh, relatively newer, the, the sort of established projects that are greater than let's say three months um, old, they're all fighting for liquidity. So we're still seeing downward pressure um, on most of those projects, but we are seeing volume like uptick yesterday came in at $42 uh, million. The previous day it was at $31 million. Um, so the volume increased by 30% despite ETH going down. If I recall correctly, one year ago, Memorial Day weekend uh, was when Board API Club had their pump to one Ethereum. Am I, am I misremembering that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're spot on. Yeah, I remember that. I was in Miami, didn't have access to my wallets. What a great time that was to be able to be on the sidelines while Board API Club pumped to one Ethereum. Do you anticipate, like, gun to your head kicks, do you think that we'll see a little bit of a relief rally, like see some proper volume? What's up with this gun to the head? It's, it's like a common thing here. There needs to be a gun to your head. Uh, you're you're just you triggered make, by make that, a, no pun a, intended. A decision about the market. It just seems it's like... It's the only way to make a decision. You have to mm -hmm. have a gun to your head. Got it, okay. Ah, P.O. has a gun in my head right now. I'm freaking out, guys. <laughs> um, uh, I think that... Uh, yeah, we're... I don't think that the market is showing that we're going to have much of a relief rally in existing projects um, or, or established projects, but I do think it's very possible this weekend that we have a lot of like degen mints and, and newer projects uh, get some action. All right. And so, you know, Benjamin, you took a, a good amount of profits last year. You know, you did well. You were a savvy trader all year. I also know that, you know, you have a substantial amount uh, of, for example, other deeds, right? And a substantial amount of like long-term holds, right? So you've done the trader thing, booked the profits, you know, big smile on your face there, and then also accumulated NFTs to hold. I'm wondering, you know, how do you feel about the current situation? Are you just comfortable sitting on your hands or, or what's your mentality uh, given what's going on in the market right now? Yeah, the season that we're in is, is certainly different from last year. Um, you know, one of, one of the, the positives, at least, is there's, there's not a lot of people coming out of the woodworks asking me how to get into NFTs anymore. So <laughs> my, my phone, my batteries hasn't been draining as much. But um, yeah, man, it's it's I put myself in a position where I I've, I've been holding on to to projects that, you know, I like to be a part of. And I always make sure at least to to try and book profits. But also, I've been slowly selling since last year. So even ones that I like, if I had five of something, you know, maybe I sell one or two. If I have three, maybe I sell one of them just to, you know, get some liquidity, put it on the sidelines, put them in stable coins, maybe even some degen altcoins, stuff like that. But for the most part, you know, the, what I'm looking at right now is I'm seeing kind of like a free meta coming up that, you know, is is both good and bad, I think. Um, if you want to be a part of being able to book profits, you know, you have to be able to do the, the buy low, sell high thing in the short term, because there's not really a lot of projects that can deliver immediate value after a mint, especially for something like secondary, uh, collections like companions or things like that. So I'm, I'm just, I'm just looking on slowly continuing to sell off and gain liquidity, but also, uh, I've been monitoring what projects have been building over the last you know few months last six months last year whatever 
And if, if they've been able to establish uh, supportive communities, if they've been able to either get some kind of funding or shown uh, stable floor strength, then I'm looking to, to um, you know, park my bags in potential, not blue chips, but potential sustainable projects that operate uh, similar to companies. And there's, o- there's always going to be the ability to degen into new projects and the shiny new toy syndrome. But I think in order to build you know, a sustainable portfolio that you're able to sleep at night and be able to go through the highs and lows are ones that have been established and have proven that they're here for the long term so that you can feel comfortable in what your portfolio already holds, but also be able to monitor new projects and, you know, that are essentially operating as startups as they come in with more funding and more docs founders. So it's, it's a blend of selling, holding and looking for the future. What are you selling? Uh, I I just have like random stuff that'll sell off at point, you know, point two, point one, point five. And so it adds up over time, but I have a lot of things listed. You can look in my portfolio, but I'm not selling a lot of big ticket items um the the only the only thing that i think that uh I, you know i'm looking to sell is multiples of projects that i own so it's not really specific projects that i'm looking to dump but if i have you know more than one of something then i don't mind trimming the fat and are you then converting the eth to usd right now or are you holding it in eth um, I'm doing a little bit of both I, i've always kind of had a the same strategy since e- even before I got into crypto and stuff. Uh, I always try to put 10% away of everything that I earn. So whether it's income, whether it's profits, no matter what, I always just kind of park it uh, in a savings account or now uh, USDC just to make sure that I always have either some liquidity or some security for myself and my family on the side. Um, the rest of it, I'll make a decision to either um, you know accumulate more blue chip NFTs at prices that I see are um, what I consider maybe undervalued, but I tend to turn that 10% of savings now more into like 30. So whatever I get, I put like 30% on the side for stables. I'll leave a, a good chunk in ETH just because as it's going down, I'm looking to accumulate ETH anyway. And so, you know, I, I'd like to keep it in there just so that I have, um, liquidity if i want to be able to buy any of the nfts or anything like that so i um i always try to buy at least three of whatever project i'm in so that i can take profits and get my uh, initial investment back and that's always been a good way to be able to you know sleep at night while holding my projects because if i've already booked enough profits that i got my investment back it makes it a lot easier to hold Oh, yeah. Well, it sounds like a sound strategy for sure. Uh, I want to hear from Easy this morning. Easy, how you doing? Sleeping. Good. No, I'm good. Sorry, I was, <laughs> I was responding to somebody. I'm good. I can't complain. Uh, things are well. I'm got to be honest, P.O., you crushed these shows after a, uh, a week under my belt. I'm like, man, this is not an easy task. So it's, uh, it's impressive. Got to give credit where credit's due. Uh, the soul market's also hot, so I've just been busy. It's been yeah, I can tell that you're... Like, Oh, we got a little echo, uh, but I can tell that you're tired, easy. Uh, when we, were, uh, when I was talking to you, 
Uh, and if you wouldn't mind muting for a second, just because we're getting a little echo. Yeah, there we go. Um, what I was going to ask Easy is like, so for people that don't know, Easy kind of uh, represents like a pure play trader avatar. If you're going to like, you know, put them into a box, right? Obviously, Easy has some NFTs for long term holds, but by and large, Easy operates as a trader. So uh, I'm curious, like, obviously, Solana is your bread and butter. You do also have experience with Ethereum. How are you operating right now in this market? Are you focused more on the crypto markets? Is Solana your main? focus like could you walk us through what easy is doing right now what like a pure play trader is doing to operate in this market yes there's a couple things uh right now i'm actually a little bit short on soul and eth as a hedge against myself because i'm still booking profits on trades but converting those to usdc leaving a tiny bit of money in eth and soul for liquidity but i'm still believing that there's more bleeding going and they kind of paid off yesterday the last two days on these these relative bounces. So I'm trading a little bit of everything, but on a slower scale than what I'm used to, especially when I get into crypto. I'll leave stuff open a little bit longer just because of how I'm feeling out the market, sentiment I'm seeing from people, all the astrology that is TA. Um, so that's kind of a little bit of a hedge against my own bags. But right now I'm heavily into USDC. I do have a few projects on Seoul specifically that I'm holding where I do think that their Seoul value goes up, but the USDC value most likely falls. So that's where I'm still trying to accrue some Seoul, keep the security like Jammin was talking about, but then also still be comfortable if I need to make a trade. Everything I'm doing trade-wise, though, is quick at this point. Uh, doing some scalps on ETH, the, the Nifty Discord's been extremely hot, so... I hit those AI moonbirds before they had to change their name, <laughs> sold them for like a 0.2 profit. It was small. Um, hit a few other things in there. The last like two days have been really good, to be honest. And then Soul is just like mint and flip season. Mint, watch the action, get out, move on to tomorrow's mint. So it, it's pretty quick. Yeah, I mean, I faded Micah G, I think, two mornings ago on the AI Moonbirds just because, you know, I wrote them off as a D-Gen play, which they are, um, but they really pumped hard. I think the top was like 0.7 Ethereum off of a 0.05 mint. I actually can't believe that they sold out at 0.05, but it shows that it's a little bit of a D-Gen season right now. And it seems like most of the D-Gen mints in our Discord have actually been pumping. Uh, there was one that was like an okay bear mixed with a board ape kennel club i don't think that that one did that well that did not pump that was a disgrace to society <laughs> um but yeah i mean it's it's been kind of wild to see what's working in the market and what's not i listed uh, a couple of things last night like i listed a couple v friends too because i have a bunch of them and i just wanted to you know lock in some profits on those because i i got to mint them and i was surprised to wake up this morning and see that they hadn't sold i, I actually did really expect that they would have sold um so it i, I mean we need more volume in the market right now uh, to get to any kind of, you know, place of normalcy. You know, I want to hear from Node. Node, what's going on in your mind? What are you thinking about right now? Are you just sitting on your hands or are you looking to, to actually buy or, or sell some NFTs right now? I got to say, yesterday, you guys just made me so happy and brought me so much joy from the YouTube live stream. So uh, thank you very much. How much, How much? by the way, did you guys make in uh, donations? Because that <laughs> might be the future business model of the Nifty. Well, I wish people wouldn't donate to the YouTube channel. I wish they would just buy the portal because, you know, then then they're actually, you know, getting getting value, you know, but people like to, to donate. What if to they have the portal and they make donations, then what? 
my policy is like just ma- buy more portals. I like man. the donations because it goes direct to our pockets. You know, the <laughs> the NFT we only get five percent of that. So if you just want to give us cash, look, don't listen to what Po's saying. Uh, we will take your cash. Like I want to be very clear about that. So um, that's what we're going to be focused on uh, moving forward. Uh, I think Node has uh, very uh, intelligent with his strategy here. So yeah, that's that's what we're doing. Well, I think, I think I think you made like five hundred bucks. So congratulations! Yeah, I, I think five hundred. Like, I, no, I don't think it was that much. It was two hundred bucks. But Google takes like half of that money anyway. Buy the portal, ladies and gentlemen. Don't don't uh don't donate on YouTube. But shout out to Lego Batman, legendary dono train starter. Always, I see him in the audience right now. Longtime OG fan. Winners also came in big time. <laughs> she went hard. Winners went hard. Uh, that was impressive. Um. Yeah, shout out to Witters too. But go ahead, no, I didn't mean to cut you off on that. No, yeah. So, so that made me happy. I will say, uh, yesterday there was uh, an event here in Utah, uh, a crypto event called Cryptopia, and it, it was all day, and it was actually great. It got me, uh, you know, less less depressed on the overall markets. Uh, there are a lot of people, you know, even out here, all the way out here in Utah. There's a lot of people that are. Uh, working on and building very interesting things, whether it's NFTs uh, related or crypto related. And there's a lot of like real world utility that's being worked on. I mean, so many companies have raised a ton of money. So from the long term perspective, I know we keep saying this, but uh, I feel great from the short term perspective. I do not feel I do not feel great. Uh, I'm just going to try and do what Benjamin did. Uh, The only thing I successfully did this last cycle was accumulate a few a few good NFTs, but I, I did not do the part about taking profits. So let that be a reminder to anybody to take profits. Uh, and that, that's been a little bit painful. What I am looking at, there's a couple things right now. Uh, and unfortunately, they're, you know, they're, they're expensive plays. But uh, I mentioned this yesterday, but the, the, those, those punks that are on auction right now, the auction ends in the next like hour. And there are two, two of them are buck teeth punks and one of them is is uh currently sitting at a price of 42 eth and there's like an hour 33 minutes left uh so that might be an interesting play i just need to find uh some friends with some eth uh and then i'm also taking a look at at g money's uh you know uh, his version of i think what's going to be the the proof collective right uh gonna keep my eye on that and see if it if it dips a little bit or or uh you know maybe i'll just suck it up and and ape in at this price point but that's what i'm that's what i'm looking at right now what's the price on it now like, uh i haven't checked this morning it was at seven last night Yo, uh, i feel like it was higher centers. but but like well, i'm getting a ton of feedback um in terms of uh g money's collection who are the people that actually got those nfts like that's the thing that uh it, it was like this invite uh thing and uh, I wasn't invited, so that's all I know. <laughs> I heard it was a POAP that he was just like handing out of econ. <laughs> yeah, well, wow. well, he 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 has like yeah, he outlines it. There's like several different tiers. So there's he basically hand selected like 200 people. And Nick, you didn't make that cut, so sorry. Uh, but and neither did neither did I. Uh, then then he was giving out POAPs kind of uh, at VCon and just whenever he would meet people. Um, and and so. That that those are the people that qualified for the for the allow list. 
imagine just walking around handing out like fourteen thousand dollars just like here you go if you want conferences hey if you can create yeah if you can create that value i'm on a panel with g money he can't just hand me a ticket you know i mean this is just insane you know i feel like you know uh he was he was busy i was protecting his identity out there on stage and you know like now he you know he does me like this I don't you know. were too busy making fun of him for hiding in his glass box of emotion so that he could. <laughs> he was probably planning on giving Nick one until he heard him talk. And then he was like, ah, I'm just going to keep this in my pocket now. That's, that's, that's a good chance, actually. I'm going to be honest. That's usually how it goes. Easy. Uh, you were trying to get a word in there and we're getting a little echo with you. Uh, so I'm going to mute, but go ahead. No, I was just going to talk about that. We actually, Pio, when we were at VCon, Harito came up to us, the Lyrical Lemonade team, and said, I got this po-op from meeting G Money. Not realizing what it was, he got the ticket yesterday and ended up selling it for eight and a half ETH. Uh, we saw sales from like 13 ETH. I think the first sale was for like one and a half too. So whoever got that made a 10x off of a, off of a nice little attendance. Damn. Okay. Well, I didn't even remember that. That uh, Actually, I do remember Harito saying that. That's hilarious. Eight and a half ETH just created out of nowhere. What a time to be alive in the NFT space. Speaking of Econ, we got Intergalactic on stage. Intergalactic uh, got me and Easy backstage because we didn't have a press pass. Um, and he was just moving and shaking left and right. What's going on, buddy? Hey, guys. Uh, so, yeah, I got a poll app from G Money at NFT LA. And I actually brought my brother over there to meet him and he gave my brother a pull app. So right whole before, family rich. Yeah. So right before I left you guys, cause I was talking to you Hofstra and easy. I was actually trying to introduce Hofstra and easy to G money, but he just happened to be talking to somebody. So I didn't want to interrupt, but now I kind of regret it. Cause I feel, I feel like he would have gave you guys a pull app because uh, he carries like this little fanny pack that you just put your phone to it and it gives you the PO app. And, and it was as simple as that. So, yeah. So what's the play on this? Should I sell it? Should I keep it? Because like, I think the admit one um, project is like, you get access to like all of these, I guess, you know, big brains in the space and, and you get access to like their network or whatever. So, is the play to sell it right now for seven ETH or is the play to hold? It's a good That's question. tough. I, I, uh, if the market were, were in a, in a really great spot, I would, I would hold this. Uh, just it, to me, it feels like it's, 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 it's the, you know, G money's version of proof, which if he, if he turns into anything bigger, which, you know, he's, he's done a nice job so far. Uh, I like, I like, I like the, the future potential um but with the market the way that it is i wonder if people will you know continue to let it let it bleed a little bit but i i like i said i'm i'm looking to pick one up and i'm i'm not expecting these to get super cheap either uh so yeah it's a great question uh, yeah cuz g money is a freaking boss let's just say that g money is a boss for, for me though like i just can't see an nft that's launched in this market right now being having sustaining that value and i think that when you look at where that is relative to a lot of more established blue chips that already have their project out there, they've done really well. Like I would be looking to rotate that into something like a clone or a space strip or something like, um, 
is something else that there's a lot of really strong projects that are that are much further along no matter how good g money is it's just a new project right and i think you can look to rotate that into something else that that's kind of my view on it but what community can you outside of the nifty portal which i highly recommend can you get uh for eight eth or less i think that I, you know, it depends. I mean, you could get a lot of Nifty portals for eighty or less, but uh, Nifty I think portal. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm including I, that. I, but I think a space strip from Artifact sold yesterday for like nine. And so, if you what, have are, you, what are you doing with that? That forges a sh- that forges the most rare shoe in their ecosystem. Um, so, so you're getting digital a shoe. and physical. Yeah, and it's also like the space strip is the lowest supply thing in the Artifact ecosystem, even lower supply than, than any of the like clone dnas so you're like screw community i have these shoes which are like moderately comfortable i think that the downside risk on very rare nike shoes is lower than the downside risk on jpegs and so i see them as a hedge fair fair by spencer for sure my thought on the g money thing is i just wonder what the day-to-day looks like on a project like that and i think it's been made clear that kevin rose is completely dedicating his you know silicon valley brain and operating skills to proof and moonbirds i think he's gone on record saying this is his full-time thing that's clearly inspired the hell out of you know the market because you look at the floor on Moonbirds when everything else is bleeding, even after they did the oddities drop, and it's very clear that there's a ton of faith in Kevin Rose right now. I wonder what the day-to-day looks like for G Money all year, and if this is something that is his like main and only thing. If it is, then by all means, it could be like the next proof. But I just don't know, um, you know, how committed from a like day-to-day perspective he's going to be. Uh, having said that, there wasn't any primary sale, right? It was just like based on this POAP. So that's kind of a good start. But at the same time, that also kind of gives the creator the out where they say, hey, I didn't sell this for three ETH in the beginning. You know, I just gave this away to people for free. The market decided what it was worth after the fact. So there's a lot of different factors that you, you uh, have to take into play. But the number one thing is just like how actually committed day to day is G Money going to be to make this thing something that has a ton of sales volume day in and day out. So that, that's the big question that I would have. Uh, Drew yep. Robert. Oh, go ahead. Go I was going to say, just be, be aware. We got G Money. I can see him in the in the audience. So be, be nice, everybody. Bring him up. G-Money. Bring him up. I, I don't see him in the audience. I'd love it. I can, well, I'm not a co-host. I, I'd love to. But, you know, you got to you got to up. You got to promote me, dog. <laughs> okay, well, we can only have three co-hosts. Uh, shout out, G. I, ju- I just invited him. C- come on up. Let's get that uh, that legendary crypto punk avatar up here. Good. How are you, G. Good, Money? thank you. Um, yeah, no, I was just uh, somebody in my community told me that you guys were uh, were chatting about uh, admit one, so I just wanted to to swing by uh, and just say hi, uh, Nick. Good to see you again. Long time no see. How you doing? Uh, pretty good. Uh, you're not in a blue box this time, um, but we we were actively uh, discussing whether or not uh, the, they we had uh, speakers debating whether or not to uh, sell their G money NFT to get an artifact or not. <laughs> that was basically the question. It, it turned into specifically G money or artifact. Don't know how it you know it evolved to that, um, but what a cool. Yeah, what a cool concept so, to give away the Po app. And yeah, I think we were curious what the kind of plan is for the NFT. Well, 
Yeah, go and, ahead. And, and who were the curated people and why wasn't I one of them? <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a curated group of people. I wanted to make sure uh, that it was inclusive and very diverse. 59% of them uh, were women that are in the NFT space because I want to make sure that their voices are heard in my community and, and I think will will lead to a lot of cool stuff. Uh, with regards to G-Money or Artifact, why can't it be both? That's my question. <laughs> it definitely can be both. And, uh, For yeah, ballers think- <laughs> out there, ballers everywhere, you heard it here first. Rock your Artifact shoes, uh, your moderately comfortable Artifact shoes while you're hanging with uh, G-Money's crowd. <laughs> And I just have a quick question. Like you talked about diversity for your collector base, and I totally get behind that. But what's more diverse than a white guy that's 40 years old in Nick's case, you know? Uh, <laughs> Nick, Nick, Nick's not 40, is he? Nick, you look uh, good for 40. Thank you. Um, yeah, we don't need to discuss my age, but uh, <laughs> uh, it, that that is a correct assessment. Um, well, so I'm curious. So in terms of your uh, project here, uh, like – Outside of is, is basically right now, it's just access to a Discord. Is that the main gist? Um, at the moment, yeah. I mean, there's going to be other things that I'm working on. You know, I said in my manifesto that I'm, I will never release a roadmap because I, to me, it's just not something that I personally like seeing in projects. And it's just I think that a lot of times people do that to pump the price, to kind of increase that hopium. Uh, my thing is like, look, like you, you know, my track record, you've seen what I've done in the space. And, you know, I think my best work still lies ahead of me. And this is kind of just a way of, uh, increasing, getting more people involved in my community and in the things that I do going forward. Absolutely. And some people in our discord are pinging me now, uh, just to ask about where brick breakers fits into the ecosystem. And, you know, I was already mentioning before that this new NFT, like, you know, because there wasn't a primary sale, it's kind of a different bag. Um, so I guess when, when you think about like, I don't know if you'd call it tokenomics or just the ecosystem in general, what is how does brick breakers? It- so brick breaker was a game, uh, that I released with GM 420 labs, uh, cyber H and that was his project, right? It was really done to showcase the uh, compression technology that they're working on over there, where they took a one megabyte game and uh, compressed it fully on chain uh, to 11 kilobytes. And so I think that that's really cool and novel tech. And I was like, yeah, like let's showcase it, right? And so um, as you play the game, it's like the Brick Breaker game that you played on, uh, on your BlackBerry for those that are old enough to remember. And really um, showcase it, right? So uh, the way that the Brick Breaker community fits in is the top 25 scores uh, on the uh, on the on the Brick Breaker game were included in the allow list. Okay, so top 25 players got the new NFT, which obviously is high value. Very interesting. Is there a future plan for Brick Breakers, or is the the main plan going to be for the new NFT? Well, it sounds like uh, I mean, it's the, another person that's running that project. Yeah. Like, you know, that was, for me, it was like more to showcase uh, the technology of, of Brick Breaker and GM420. But Admit One is, is my project where I'm devoting, you know, my attention to. Love it. Well, yeah, I mean, we appreciate you commenting on it mm-hmm. and uh, share, sharing the project. It seems like you've, uh, is, is it done minting at this point? Uh, no, I think there's still some, I think, I, I don't know. There's still some minting left. You know, I, I anticipated, I really wanted to optimize for, 
um, no gas wars, uh, which and and a good distribution, which is why I uh, I had it a max of one per wallet, and I had a a claim period, and I had a small allow list. Uh, so to me, you know, I know if if I did a public scale, obviously this would have sold out uh, very quickly, but I really didn't want any sort of gas war whatsoever. I think the most amount, the most that somebody paid to mint, I think was around $50, which I consider a win. Hey, G-Money, um, I, yeah. I think I remember you saying uh, like a couple of weeks ago, you were like, if you have like eight figures of your net worth and it's life-changing money in apes, you should, you should be selling and taking some gains. I think it was you that said that, but uh, now that we have you up on stage, I, I, I'm really just curious about, uh, you know, your, your thoughts on the markets and, and how you're personally navigating it. And, and yeah, what you just think about the, the NFC, NFT state of affairs right now. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I said that I might've retweeted that from somebody else. Cause I remember reading that as well. And I agreed with it. So it might've just been that, but, um, yeah, I think everything is macro driven right now. Right. And so I think we've, we've all become macro traders at this point. And it's really all about what are, what's inflation, what are forward inflation expectations, and also what are forward uh, rate hike expectations. And that's kind of what it is. Um, I think the Fed over the last week has walked back a little bit, but I really do think they're probably data dependent at this point. So um, how quickly they move is, is kind of going to be dependent on the data. So I, you know, I, I really don't know. That's like, I just think everything's linked to macro at this point. So, um, you know, whatever forward rates are is probably going to determine the price of all assets, both in crypto and outside of it. Yeah, and that's what we've been talking about on this show, too. And for people that don't know, you know, you uh, had a big kind of like a rise to prominence moment when you bought the CryptoPunk. That's your profile picture right now. I believe at the time that you bought it, it was the highest uh, sale on a CryptoPunk. And that was super duper early. So, you know, you're no stranger to deploying capital. Is this market right now a market that you're seriously considering deploying capital in? Or are you potentially waiting for more blood before you actually, you know, step up? Um, I mean, I've been building the G Money brand and I've been working on a lot of things behind the scenes that I think will you'll see over the next uh, few weeks and months. Uh, so that's the way I've been. I've been deploying capital into myself and my brand. Uh, and I obviously think that during bear markets is when you should be deploying capital uh, with regards to NFT specific assets themselves. I've been I've been on hold. I haven't been selling anything really, uh, but. You know, I just I've been on hold, been watching and waiting. Uh, I don't know uh, where or when the bottom will be. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm just my my key into, you know, this bear market has always been. And I was thinking about this, you know, really from the middle of last cycle is, you know, to make sure I'm deploying capital into the space, into the bear. Uh, and that's that was my plan. That has, has been my plan. And that's how I continue going forward. Um, I, I got to run. I have a call in two minutes, but I just wanted to pop in and say, and say hi. Absolutely. Hey, well, thank thank you the man, G-Money. Appreciate you for cool. coming. Cool. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I now that he's gone, Nick, I was wanting to wonder if you could address the comments on our uh, YouTube channel um, from the, the episode last night. So um, just uh, starting off, uh, Rustin Vlog said, 
you will live in uh, condemnation from now on. You have done incredible damage to many people. Could you respond to that? Was that really a comment? <laughs> and also, I want b- before I an- I respond to that. Um, I-, I-, I wanted to clarify. Pio is asking about short term outlook for the market and G Money, someone who's literally deploying a fund. So I'm ass- assuming his commentary on the day to day fluctuations of the market. Um, is something that doesn't really matter, more of a builder, a long-term investor, uh, which I think is you're just going to get right now. Uh, people are deploying uh, capital at that early stage. In terms of the person that said, could you actually repeat the exact words that that person used? Yeah. Uh, Rustam said, you will live in condemnation from now on. You have done incredible damage to many people. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how we did that. Was that because we were telling them to buy into this AI uh, nightmare? Yeah, uh, it sounds like a deflection. Uh, Respect Short says, if you don't give a reasonable explanation, this matter will not be resolved so quickly. Could you respond to that? <laughs> Is this real? They're okay. so vague. <laughs> they're, they're, they're like so attacking, but so vague at the same time. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to come up with a reaction. All I can do is uh, make a formal apology for the the damage that we've caused to the market. Okay, Nick, uh, how about this one? Pack Army says, you have done serious harm to those who trust you. Could we get some comments on that? <laughs> You're making this up. These are not actual comments. Is this a real thing? No, these are not actual comments. I'm checking these are the all actually right actual comments. Um, could you respond to actually, Vibe? They are, who they're says, real comments. <laughs> they're real comments. Could you respond to Vibe who says, all your resources are suspected of fraud? <laughs> is this like a, no. a bot farm like what what, what is going yeah. on with these comments yeah it's i think a it's bot a bot farm dude it all happened like three hours ago <laughs> yeah yeah and it's actually not just on the video from yesterday because i was going to be confused i was like what you really deployed capital and ai moonbirds where three bozos were dancing to electronic music for 30 minutes of a youtube stream like if you did that that's on you um but yeah some of the comments are like on our vcon video so it doesn't it doesn't really make sense anyway let's Let's keep it. Let's keep the show moving. Um, so we've got uh, Drew Roberts on stage with his hand raised. Uh, I believe Drew's been on the show before. Uh, what's on your mind, Drew? Hey, Bo Keen, rugging down here in the swamp. Uh, you were breaking up. I heard that you're in the swamp. I don't know what you said about the swamp, but you're in the swamp. All right, I'm I'm joining Wi-Fi network right here, but uh, I've hit DGen rock bottom lately, and uh, just want to talk about it. Uh, I'm on the Solana network. Uh, I used to be DrewRoberts.eth, and now I'm DrewRoberts.pours uh, with an S at the end. And uh, just wondering if any of y'all have messed around with Solana Summer that's beginning. If you've uh, messed around with that blockchain. Well, Drew, if you listen to this show, then you'd know that Easy is the sultan, the samurai, uh, just the specialist for Solana. And uh, Easy is as deep into Solana as you can be into any sort of financial market. And he's actually hosting a show four days a week, Monday through Thursday at 5 p.m. called Solana Made Easy uh, that I co-host with him, even though I don't know what's going on and I don't add any value. But Easy, uh, I guess, would you would you like to give Drew a heads up on what's going on on Solana right now? No, 100%. Drew, I think we've actually talked before uh, on Cool Time Space. We, we have. Yeah. I mean, it's always a pleasure. Um, I, I've been buying these things called Beans with a Z at the end for like $2. Uh, and, it, and it's in Seoul, so I don't even know what the translation is to ETH. I can't figure out the derivatives. 
uh, over there and um, easy. I just need some help. Yeah, I mean, I've seen those pumping. They're the uh, the Azuki derivative of Azuki's beans. Uh, that was actually one of the things. I made a nice little bag on those because it was that whole social sentiment thing I've been talking about. You were in that space, and I saw like 200 other people all with bean profile pictures, and they were still point one. So things like that, I ended up buying like 50 of them and selling them all at like point three or point four, just off you all in a space going crazy over the beans. So thank you. It's wild, man. I, I downloaded this app called Phantom with a PH, and then there's this thing called Magic Eden uh, that's a little bit better than OpenSea, mainly because it's dark mode by default. Are, are you are you like trolling us? I, I'm like confused. You're like you, you're like asking if we've traded Solana. You know that Easy's traded Solana. Then you say that you're you just downloaded this thing called Phantom Wallet, which is the de facto wallet for Solana but you've been trading it for a long period of time. So I'm like super confused. Yeah, I'm just abiding until the other side. So in the meanwhile, I'm just hanging out. Uh, I, I do do a little trolling, uh, but for the most part, I try to stay clear of the troll world. Uh, <laughs> I, I was in, I was in a uh, spaces with these little bean heads and uh, we had a, a guy from Nigeria and he's actually in the audience. He takes, he's a photographer uh, and he was taking pictures, uh, and he hopped in. He's like, uh, he was trying to get into Solana uh, for the summer. And uh, so we gave him a bean, and then he invited somebody else from Nigeria. We gave him a bean, and then he invited a lady who's also a photographer and does some uh, blockchain development. We gave her a bean. And then before long, there was 12 of them, and three of them were real-life bean farmers uh, that were, they call it EWA, E-W-A, and we gave all three a bean, and they said they were going to give, they were going to harvest plants in Africa for a bean crop, and they were going to give it away to the poor. It's just so weird on Solana. These things are like $2, and I don't even know what, it, they're all $2. They're all derivatives. Even the OK Bears are fun, and uh, I don't know. It's just a wild world that we live in here in crypto, so thank well, you all. We appreciate that concise take, Drew. Uh, I, I have no idea. We're like all over the place uh, with that. But hey, keep keep your beam farming going, and uh, hopefully uh, you you harvest some uh, productive crops over there. Um, but in the interim, uh, we're going to move on to another subject. But yeah, please again. do. I appreciate y'all's time and uh, PO and everybody. Keep doing what you do. Yeah, uh, Jesse, got a regular you got your hand raised. Yeah, got a regular bean baron on on stage. What's going on, Jesse? Yeah, and I just was, uh, this isn't really alpha, but these AI AI projects have obviously gained some traction with the AI Moonbirds, Nightbird, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, I don't know if they plug in, a, you know, what the, what the source, the source is of the, of the art, but uh, I think they're based on this original project, which I surfaced in the Nifty Discord, which was um, impermanent hey, Jesse, digital. You, you're breaking up, you're impermanent digital you're breaking up a bit impermanent digital yeah i don't know if, I, I don't know if i'm still like, impermanent digital and afterlife ai and it's basically i think that these were this was kind of like the og version of these projects so i would i would have people look at those because if anybody it's a legit project it's like it's it's like a burn mechanism ai keeps like evolving and you can tell it's basically these new ai projects were inspired by it the floors were, were, <clears throat> really low it's like 0.05 it goes to 0.5 really quick thin floor it's not really not really alpha but if if this guy 
he's a real artist, you know, real AI G. So in, in NFT, he's had a big pump, I think, six months ago. So if it resurfaces again, you know, again, they're they're only like 0.05. So if if there's any movement at all or any reinterest in this, I think it's still an ongoing project. It continues to evolve, then you know, could could be something over the weekend. I, I couldn't tell how many you were of talking... these do you have listed. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I was in it early and I sold off big time, but I, I just bought a bunch of 0.02 because they're like 40 bucks. So, I mean, it's just it's just a cheap play. It's Jesse's, Jesse's zone of expertise, which is the sub 0.15 <laughs> uh, NFTs. I just want to say real quick, Afterlife uh, sponsored one of our shows like two weeks ago. Clearly, Jesse wasn't there for that one. Uh, so shout out to them. They were an awesome sponsor. And uh, yeah, I mean, they have like venture capital funding. They're a real project. They're not going anywhere. Um, so yeah, I have to think that if the price is that low, um, it's a potential opportunity. Spencer has his hand raised. What's going on, Spencer? Yeah, I just wanted to say it was really interesting to me what happened with um, the AI Moonbirds yesterday because... The tweet from, um, as we discussed, like maybe it was going to happen on the show yesterday. The tweet from uh, from Ke- Kevin Rose was specifically about the name, but at that moment, sort of they they went down hard, and they what wasn't said was the tweet was about um, was about the the art. So Kevin actually being accepting of people creating sort of unlicensed derivatives was, I thought, a really interesting part of the story yesterday. That I didn't see as many people talking about. Because as soon as he said, you know, look, this is the, my issues with the name, they were able to change the name rather quickly. And then that led to sort of an endorsement from Kevin. And I think a lot of people in that medium period were saying, oh, you know, what a bad thing to, to take down a community-led product, et cetera, et cetera. And it was like, no, 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 no. Like, that is actually the most bullish case. Because if if you see, like, VCs t- and, and a lot of people who have been longer in business tend to be really protective of specific brand things. But Kevin basically said, okay, here are my guidelines for how I am okay with and what I'm not okay with. And I thought it was um, a really mature response. I also saw in the Discord that it looks like their team had tried to contact um, AI Moonbirds before tweeting about it publicly and were unable to get in touch with them. So I just I, I wanted to give kudos to Kevin Rose for what seems like one of the most well-handled, tricky situations that I've seen in a while out of an NFT project. Um, you know, we're not coming on this on here saying here's what they could have done differently, et cetera, et cetera. I think it played out probably as well as it could have for, you know, it's got to be a weird situation if you see someone so obviously infringing on your trademark and your copyright. And he just he just decided, OK, we're going to go make it very clear where our line in the sand is. I feel yeah, like I that's mean- that's definitely one opinion um, the I feel like the overall consensus on Twitter was like the exact opposite. I felt like it was good. I I also felt like it was pretty easy to actually operate that way. I mean, what did he do? He said, don't use the word moonbirds. But if you don't use the word moonbirds, then I don't give a shit. And then he even tweeted the project out. So like it's it's pretty easy. That's fair. Yeah, I guess that's fair. The the overall, I think what you had was this sort of uh, overall, the, the counterpoint, which was one that I don't necessarily agree with, was basically one of like, well, it's decentralized, and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, I mean, he totally could have DCMA'd them, right? Like they they literally infringed on. No, he, he couldn't. He couldn't have easily DMCA. I mean, you can DMCA anything, but it would have been a huge inconvenience. But I don't. I don't think he would have ultimately won that because it's the art is so transformative, and because we've been through but it. Just at, again, the key, permanent digital. Could have DCMA'd the name, not the art. 
Yeah, and plus, like, there's no upside to DMCAing, really. Like, no one's going to walk away from Kevin Rose DMCAing a project and being like, hey, that was a really great move. You know, so the way he did it is the way to do it. It's not about what he can do. The whole point, though, has nothing to do with that. A lot of the people are already frustrated. If you're, like, a purist on-chain maxi, then uh, the position is, is OpenSea shouldn't be taking anything down. I don't agree with this. I'm not saying that I agree with with any of these specific positions. I'm just articulating what the position is there. And it's that uh, that this is not part of the ethos of uh, the blockchain. And the fact that there are these centralized players that are um, sort of uh, acting as arbiters of, you know, what what NFTs uh, can or should or shouldn't exist, that that was the whole point. Uh, of that conversation and i think look there's nothing you can do as a project owner that you can say that will actually please the on-chain maxis because anything you do to interfere uh with the market is inherently against that sort of position and then uh conversely if you're running a business you got to do uh what you can in order to protect uh that position board ape yacht club's gone through this larva labs has gone through this and I, I think it's like it, it's just a conflicted space. And ultimately, you can't make everybody happy. So um, I think what he said and I think the position that you just don't name it Moonbirds, it does uh, enable you to have a clear and direct way for playing fair. That said, the power, the power to filter, uh, the, the power to filter out uh, projects is something exclusively limited uh, to somewhere like OpenSea. Because um, I don't think that even Looks Rare is uh, proactively filtering out projects at this point in time. And there's plenty of other uh, marketplaces that won't do anything about it. Um, so that's something that, like, is already a privileged position. Yeah, just yeah. A, a follow up on that, because I have, you know, we can see this issue. I think, I mean, especially someone like Moonbirds or a project like that that's onboarding newbies. They really have to be concerned about one of their users actually getting deceived. Yeah, we probably we all know in here that AI Moonbirds wasn't really a Moonbirds project, but other people could mint, other people could click a bad link. And so especially like in terms of that, I think projects have a right to do it. I have many times advised clients to not DMCA when it's a ripoff project. It's like if it's not going to gain traction and they're just going to die out and they, they, they almost want to they almost want to get DMCA to get the to get the publicity right? Like the Streisand effect kind of thing. So like, yeah, I would never in the real world, you would, you would just easily DMCA stuff. That's a, that's a blatant ripoff. And you just have to understand the market, understand the users. Cause sometimes it's not just, just because you can do it doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. And you have to kind of think of it like holistically. It's not just because it's technically illegal. You need to take action. You have to think about rep, you know, your reputation in this space, which is, you know, a little more pay it forward, a little more open. So it's always a balancing act. There's basically no upside. I want to hear from Trish. Uh, Trish, just a reminder, you, you can't talk about any of the projects that you work on, although I do want to shout out real quick um, that Toy Booger's official uh, account on OpenSea bought a portal in the past 24 hours. So shout out to the Toy Booger squad for doing that. But uh, but yeah, what's on your mind, Trish? How are you doing? I am great, and I love Doug at Toy Booger's. I was speaking with him in the Discord. Can I clarify like a little history 
for a project that I work on without showing the project. <laughs> uh, I'd much rather. Like weird. No, no, no. no. Trish, 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 I have a question. I just have a question yeah, for you. So, yeah, yeah. in yeah. this current like state of the bear market, right? Like, we've been talking about sitting on our hands. We've been talking about deploying capital. We've been talking about like you know taking interest in projects that are pulling back in a big way. I'm wondering for someone like you, right? Are are you an active market participant? Are you trading? Do you buy and hold? Are you more just someone that works in the NFT space and, and maybe doesn't have like really excessive NFT bags? I'd love to know how you're operating in the market right now because it is a really, you know, different and interesting time in the market, even for people that have been in it for, you know, over 12 months, which in the NFT space is a long time. So I'd love to know how you're maneuvering in the market right now. Thank you. Um, I am right now, well, I'm doing what I always do, like a diamond hand to death. I'm not a good gen and hold on to things for a long time. Or I buy the wrong fucking penguins or the wrong tubby cats or the wrong, right? I buy the ones that are better looking but not the ones that that are flippable. So I'm kind of hanging tight. I think it's a really good time to be stacking ETH a little bit, buying more ETH, learning a little DeFi. I kind of am like ready to get a little bit into some of these like projects that are doing work in Web3 but aren't all completely NFT related. And also like scooping up things that have dropped quite a bit that I couldn't have gotten before. Awesome. And, and so you mentioned buying the wrong thing. Did you buy AI Moonbirds? No, I wish I got, um, AI, if I had heard about those in time, the, my only beef with them is sort of like the copyright thing you're talking about is they're so not the first AI PFP project. So I'm just coming as a fan and someone like not at all. And so that's sort of getting like marketed and pushed and, um, the, the IDs were so I'm not I'm not trying to sell it I want people to like buy it because they love the art you know obviously I've been in the community a long time and finally like started doing work for them because I was so like in love with it that's all uh, well thanks for joining we got Witters on stage with their hand raised Witters dropped a hundred piece donation on YouTube again everyone yeah, so you donate a hundred dollars on our YouTube the next day you get to come on stage just That's, buy the uh, portal I don't, I don't make the rules buy the portal uh, Witters what's going on friend of the show um good morning everybody hi trish love you to death um well that's what i was coming up here to say i was bamboozled by youtube i was under the impression that by deploring capital that i could make nick do things and so i'm still waiting on my pumping rave jorts video <laughs> <laughs> wow okay <laughs> Okay, uh, I don't remember that being part of written don't anywhere. Don't worry, uh, you got the dorks in the mail already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so just to clarify, Witters, you're interested in uh, video footage of Nick wearing uh, jorts, so jean shorts. Um, it sounded like, I think, I, I feel like now that we're talking about this, I saw a comment that you had posted either in the Discord or something. Okay. Where, do they have to be homemade jorts? Oh, please. I mean, please. yes, please. Twitters. Yes. So good. So good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was... That Apparently, jorts are a thing. All right, so moving on. That's that's the alpha. You're looking for uh, promising clothes for this season uh, upcoming. <laughs> Grab yourself a pair of jorts. I don't even know that they're a thing uh, that's, that you can possibly purchase at this point. I think you just ripped your jeans is the approach to doing that. Uh, I don't own... And have never owned a pair of shorts, literally ever in my life. Uh, instead, well, I don't want to get into it. I'm going to be completely honest. So appreciate that. 
Hey, thanks so much for that NFT alpha, uh, Witter. <laughs> no problem. What a fun but guest. I, <laughs> I, I really do want AI uh, night night moon lunar birds to um, to pump. So there you go. <laughs> Thank you, Witter. I sold mine, by the way. I undercut the market there. I saw Captain Kicks had sold one, so I just dumped. I didn't make a dip freaking penny on this thing even though i was up 2x last night while pio was busy talking a bunch of smack on the show and being like i can't believe you're buying those what the hell is wrong with you bro i spent 30 minutes literally pumping the market physically you should have sold okay well yeah i should have so you know you got to know your entry and exit points and uh i didn't follow the, the the rule of knowing my exit points so i fucked that up and uh here we are Anyways, <laughs> moving well, on from George. Yeah, moving on from George. People in the Discord posted when you sold. Um, man, it, the internet is just so brutal. They posted when you sold, and it was clear that you sold for the same price that you bought, which means after fees and royalties, you you, you know you took a little loss there, buddy. But it's okay. Um, I'm gonna rotate speakers a little bit. We got other people uh, requesting to speak. I just let Bell on stage. We met Bell at VCon. She was awesome. Bell's a full time NFT trader, and I know that she mentioned last time she was on the show that she was sitting on her hands, you know, kind of waiting to see what happens in the market. I'd be curious, Bell, uh, where are you at now? Are you uh, at the point where you're deploying capital? Or are you still sitting on your hands? What's the game plan here? So a little bit. I got into the Nightbirds, um, but I only got one. I, think I was posting a space right when everything was going on. I didn't see it, you know, well, we were at Econ, actually, and I didn't, I think, I don't remember. Been a long week. Um, the point is, it ran past me. By the time that I picked it up, I thought I think I got it at a pretty sub point zero one, maybe. Um, I haven't sold it because I only have one, and I actually think that the art is beautiful. So I'm catching myself, you know, doing this emotional mess that I don't want to do. But the art is pretty beautiful. I think though that I'm gonna sell today, maybe. I did put it up for sale, um, but I put it pretty high as to see if it runs up, then I'll sell it. Um, but really what I wanted to say, oh, and then I picked up a couple of other art pieces that Brian was talking about in the Discord because I've learned the number one rule is not to fade Brian Brinkman on there. Um, yeah. yeah. And they were pretty dope anyway, so I did pick that up. Um, and then I got a Wow G also. So yeah, I guess I have been doing just a little bit of here, here and there. Um, but what I wanted to say was the whole Kevin Rose talking about the, the AI members and changing the name. What it reminded me the entire time was the, the debacle between OK Bears and not OK Bears. Because when they were having these spaces and going crazy on doubling down that they should not be TAs, what they were what they were saying was that the founder of OK Bears should just give them a just give them an explanation on what it is that they should do in order you know to have it be put back on open sea and he would not budge because he felt that he didn't have to and so there were two viewpoints on this all around twitter and on the spaces one viewpoint being it's not his job to tell you what you need to do in order to not be DMCA. and then the other viewpoint was well i mean it's just as easy as literally just tell me what it is that i need to do so this, this entire thing just reminded me of that, and I can see someone later on 
doing a copy pasta and then saying, well, Kevin Rose was really nice to, to say, you know, what it is that we that that project needed to do to change the name or change the art just a little bit. Um, so, yeah, that it, I just wanted to bring that up. That entire thing reminded me of that. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've gone on record. I think that the whole, you know, we should be allowed to completely rip off another project and then make money off of it and you should not be able to say anything is one of the weirdest takes in the world. I don't even want to get too deep into it. When you start going into that world, it, it just gets so weird and I just find it hard to believe that any normal person is like ultra passionate about that. It is, I, I mean, I just found out about this really in the past couple of weeks. Like, uh, it's it is so weird. So... I don't know what to say. Like, uh, I don't think that you should be able to just flip a project horizontally and then make a bunch of money off of it. And then if someone's like, hey, you have to take that down, you react like, you know, they're infringing on your like freedom of speech or something. You know what I mean? It's just completely out of control. Like go copy a musician's song and then try to put it, you know, uh, out through a label and and get it played on the radio and, and let me know how that goes. I mean, uh, in that world, you know, you saw Pharrell, T.I. and Robin Thicke get uh, sued by Marvin Gaye's estate uh, just for having a similar sounding groove. It wasn't even a sample. It wasn't even a proper interpolation. It was just a similar sounding groove. And even that was, you know, worthy of getting uh, like copyright, uh, like legal issues as a result. But so I just let Friendly Citizen Joe on stage. It says that Friendly Citizen Joe is a spaces host. It also seems that he's a bored ape. Uh, Joe, what's on your mind when you look at the market right now? Markets are wild, but they're not fluctuating too much. Just wanted to chime in on the whole Kevin Ross thing, if I could real quick. <laughs> Let's keep it going. Let's go. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> Kevin yeah. Ross. Kevin Ross, baby. Bob Ross's yeah. brother. <laughs> so, I mean, I listened to his interview yesterday and I was like, just blown away because, you know, he's like, yeah, we talk to OpenSea every day. We decide what what stays, what goes. Um, I feel Yuka Labs really set the precedent for for art and art being flipped, you know, especially with the, allowing the funks to be back on OpenSea. After that happened, me and a buddy created the Moon Birds, which is just a flip version of the Moonbirds. We didn't do it to make money. We did it because everybody wanted the art and nobody could afford it in the NFT community. We did it I as a, it. I it. And then the, we did it for fun. And then the next day, like a couple days later, it just got removed off OpenSea. And it wasn't until I heard Kevin Ross be like, yeah, we just, we just decide, you know, because they didn't, OpenSea didn't tell me if it was a DMCA or, or what. It just got delisted. And we had a lot of, of buyers, right? So, it's the whole fun thing, you know, and then, which is crazy is it being flipped. Most people would recognize us as moonbirds and we're like, no, 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 we're clearly not moonbirds. We're the flipped, but it's, again, it, it goes back to the community and it goes back to Yuga lab setting the precedent. Cause if you look on OpenSea, the funks are still there, right? So OpenSea is really hypocritical of what they decide art is. And if you have the VCs talking to them daily and say, ah, we don't like that that's crazy. You know, that's not how marketplaces should be ran by VCs. Well, thank you for sharing. Uh, I am not going to get into the, I, I'm not going down this road. It, it, we're just not going to do it. Absolutely not. Like, so, sorry, everybody. All right. We're going to do actually like a little room reset here uh, on Friday. You know, we're doing our thing. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the NFT morning show. This happens Monday through Friday. 
9 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. EST. This is not a stage to talk about why you should be able to take a project, flip it horizontally, and make money off of it. Just don't bring it up. Seriously. And I anticipate that more people are going to actually come on stage and try to talk about this. Because apparently there's a lot of people in the world that are really interested in talking about this very subject. I would never relate to that. I find it incredibly boring. It puts me to sleep and I have no passion for it at all. But other people do. And they keep coming on stage. So friendly citizen Joe... Out of principle, I am going to kindly, not rudely, but kindly remove you from the stage. I just did. Get the fuck out of here. Okay. It does seem that you... I, I, and now the narrative, ladies and gentlemen, he, uh, Joe's going to go and tell the whole... He's gone. Group. I hate everyone that flipped the, the project the, horizontally. The whole flipped project community is now going to use this as an example. They all of how suck. They're all thieves. <laughs> Joe was violently ejected from the stage with the OJs playing in the background by a rude, skinny Italian-American guy with a beard that's going bald. And so, look, this show's for market and trade talk. If you have some theoretical stuff about NFTs, we could talk about that, too. But I do not entertain. Yo, if you flip that PFP diagonally, we're interested. <laughs> If you do that shit horizontally, get the hell off the stage. The, the diagonal flip is accepted, I guess. Uh, pin to the top is our NFT. And, you know, the show is sponsored by FTX. So sign up at the nifty.com slash FTX or with the code the nifty on your FTX mobile app. FTX is rolling out stock trading without payment for order flow. So your trades will not be front run. You can also fractionally invest into uh, stocks. You can buy fractional shares. So if you're one of these DGENs uh, that is trying to find a way to make a buck, you Wait. don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to buy a whole seven hundred dollars share. Your trade isn't front run. How is that possible? Because it's there's no payment for order flow. They're not selling the orders the way Robinhood does, right? So they went on record saying that, right? So your your trades aren't being front run. Uh, so glad that you're questioning uh, the sponsorship pitch when I'm no, speaking. No, I was facts giving here. you an opportunity to clarify and actually further strengthen the sponsor, but mm -hmm. instead you took it as an indictment against them. I'm telling but Jack on are. you. I'm telling don't, Jack uh, on you. Whatever. Um, and anyway, if you can't afford a whole share of Tesla stock, you can just buy 10 bucks a day. Uh, I've been doing fractional share investment for a while. I really like it. It's how you can properly dollar cost average. Pick your amount of money every day and uh, just have it automatically invest. And that is being rolled out right now on FTX. And as always, there's gasless transactions for NFTs and some of the cheapest fees in the game to buy cryptocurrency. Obviously, right now, it's a good time to buy crypto given the state of the market. Uh, we got Trish with her hand raised trish what's on your mind oh, i think that was an accident i'm sorry i'm listening to you no no no, no, no worries were no you worries. were you raising your hand in support of the diagonal <laughs> flip yeah absolutely yeah no no i like nice transformative art and collage like where you use things and change them and yeah like aaron like aaron's work like with there very nice. So I just let, um, or actually, well, Node has his hand raised. I'm going to throw the tornado to close out, but uh, Node has his hand raised. What's going on? Yeah, I just wanted to give a, a quick update on the auction that just ended. So for reference on these punks, there were two two buck teeth. One sold for 71 ETH, the other sold for 60 ETH. Uh, and then there was another um, one with the, oh, I forget what that hat is called. It's a weird, weird looking hat with a mask. And she sold for 68 ETH. So 
you know, a little kind of interesting in terms of what's, what's happening. I, I'm glad those sold above floor. That's at least somewhat promising, but still pretty cheap for a uh, pretty rare CryptoPunk. 60 ETH is a, is a good deal if those things have any legs. For sure. And speaking of rare slash dope crypto punks, I just let Art So Fly on stage. Art So Fly, what's on your mind? What are you thinking about the current state of the Wait, market? Wait, sorry. Speaking of rare crypto punks, his punk is not a rare one. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. I'm, I, I'm just calling you. <laughs> listen, you listen, up. listen. Okay. Do whatever you say, my mother might be listening right now. Um, <laughs> she thinks I have the rarest crypto punk ever, which is why she let me um, refinance their house to buy it. So, so please, you know, let's my apologies. Uh, GM, first, I want to say it was awesome hanging with Nick. Pia, it was great to meet you at VCon. Um, yeah, I was gonna say we had breakfast. Yeah, right? was, I recognized was, your voice right away. I didn't put two the, and two together. The highlights of my whole trip was getting to eat my breakfast before any of you while you guys were <laughs> hungrily waiting to order. Um, no, it was great. It was great. And I wish I could have stayed, but had to catch my flight. You missed you missed out on the cinnamon bun pancakes, which <laughs> let me tell you, I had to return half of it just because it was the largest unhealthy pancake I've ever had placed in front of me. And I just felt incredibly guilty consuming it. Nick's, pre Nick's presenting this as a joke, ladies and gentlemen, but Nick will eat brownies, popsicles, chips, you know, all this stuff. So that cinnamon pancake was right in the pocket of a normal dietary day by Nick. So okay. I just want to clear that they up. Look, um, they look legendary. <laughs> Listen, I, I, as, as a Moonbirds holder, um, and I want to thank you guys for pointing out the AI Moonbirds. Um, made a bag on on my bag on that one but one thing nobody's talking about which they really should be um you know with the whole ai meta going on are ai goblins so these ai goblins launched yesterday we're going absolutely nuts um i think it's going to be a, a case of generational wealth opportunity um they've taken a bit of a, <laughs> they've, they've taken a bit of a rest right now um but being the generous soul i am Anybody in the audience right now that would like one of these AI goblins, <laughs> DM me. I will list it for zero. Um, all you need to do is, is pay the gas, and I will happily uh, transfer some of my future generational wealth to, to all of the Nifty Portal listeners because that's just the type of guy I am. So Wow. That's incredibly generous. I didn't know that there were AI goblins. Oh, um, they're, yeah. they're, <laughs> they're next level. Um you know, with the whole AI meta, they, they took off. I think they were trading at point zero zero six, which I bought up a ton of them. Um, Are you being serious? Did you actually buy a bunch? I of did. I did. I bought, I bought a bunch of, of I'm sorry. I bought them at point zero five. Uh, I think they're right now at a point zero 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 three. But like I said, they're taking a rest. Uh, you know, goblins are a hot meta. The AI are, are sure to uh, to you know be, become a general generational wealth opportunity, and I'm happy to help anybody out there. Um, just shoot me a DM with your wallet. I will list up to five per person uh, at at zero, and all you got to do is pay the gas and thank me later. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you want a free, worthless NFT, Art So Fly will dish them out to you. It sounds like en masse. He'll dish them out five at a time. So this is an opportunity that I didn't see coming when we started this morning's show. This is incredible. And I no, have but, plenty. I have, I have Wait, plenty. Is there really um, an AI goblin, like, different than the regular goblins that were burning a hole through my eardrums? Like, is oh, yeah. No, they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're AI. AI. They're AI. <laughs> they're next level. 
Um, you know, they, they're, I'm telling you, this is a sleeper project. I would, and like I, I like said, I have a lot. I have a lot of them. Send me your wallet. I'll list I it for zero. Um, Perfect. It, I'll give away up yeah. anywhere. I'm not going to give an exact number. Um, you know, I have more than five, less than a hundred. Um, <laughs> and like I said, okay. first, uh, whoever wants to do it, just DM me. Okay, and so Art Fly, in all seriousness, what do you make of, of the current state of affairs? I mean, you're a punk holder. I don't know if you ever considered selling that punk at highs. I'm assuming that you bought it relatively low. It might be approaching the price that you bought it at, given the, the state of the market right now. Are you sitting on your hands? Like, how are you playing this? I'm sitting right now on, you know, whatever blue chips I have. I'm obviously not going to sell at this level. Um, I think... This is kind of similar to, to where the market was, correct me if I'm wrong, the be, you know, before last summer. It seemed like we went through a bit of a bear time. Um, again, I think that with the economy, uh, with everything happening in the world, that, that you know things are a little iffy. But I don't see any scenario, uh, you know, at least in my opinion, down the road where, where punks and apes and other blue chips don't rebound um, again. You know, maybe everything goes to zero and we look like the biggest assholes ever to the outside <laughs> world. But I don't think so. And, you know, for my mother's sake and their home, um, you know, they're approaching <laughs> retirement age. You know, I, I told them if, if they refinanced the house and, and allowed me to buy this, that I'd be able to pay the house off one day. Um, so I'm hoping that comes to fruition. Mom, if you're listening, uh, you know, relax. Don't don't get upset. You know, she watched the news couple of weeks ago with the whole Luna debacle and she called me up the next day. Did you lose everything? You know, crying uh, because, you know, the, to the outside world, they watch the news. Oh, crypto crashed. Everybody lost everything. Um, but, you know, I don't think that it's going to continue this way. I mean, maybe it will. But in my opinion, maybe I'm, uh, you know, doing a little too much hoping, but I think we're going to come back strong. Well, shout out to Mom So Fly. Uh, hope she's not too depressed reading about the crypto crash. Uh, Witters, yeah, can't wait to hear what you have to say. What, what's going on in Witters' world? <laughs> yeah, so I do have something more notable than just trolling Nick um, that I don't think y'all have discussed yet. And that is the is OpenSea's Seaport protocol. And there's like a bunch of different things that with this rollout that you'll be able to do, um, but you'll be able to trade NFTs or sell for ETH or um, ERC-20 tokens. So for example, you could list your mutant for 25 ETH or five ETH and one Azuki or two Azuki, whatever you want to do. And there's also for like a two week period, um, you can find bugs um, in their protocol and there's a total $1 million prize pool for any developer that can audit the code and submit reviews and errors that they find. So I, I had something. That's <laughs> yeah. Hey, we haven't discussed that. Thanks for sharing that just because that, that is something that we haven't talked about. Uh, it looks like the discord, they're all posting something here okay got it it was it was from yesterday sarah's script uh portal member and listener of the show and talented artist uh called this out i guess i haven't gotten okay it's fiat heads by jeff jag and i'm trying to figure out if this is something that we're just way late on or if this is a situation similar to um you know the ai moonbirds but it looks like this is another ai based project hey portal members can you give me clarification in here 
uh, on whether this is still minting or if this is already minted out because I want to get an understanding of the supply. It's sold out. It's, okay, so. it's sold out. Yeah, it's Jeff Jag. It's a friend of ours, really good friend Sarah's for a long time. Yeah, and he, I'm super happy for him. That was awesome. And I totally missed it because I was, I don't know. I don't know what I was doing, but I missed it because I miss. I miss. Well, there's only 666 of them, and the floor price is 0.025. However, there hasn't been a sale in two hours, so relatively illiquid uh, by you know a typical project standard. The reason I'm surfacing it, this is normally something that I would probably... Well, I mean, but then again, if it is a legit artist, it, it's an AI-based project, so I have to dig in with the Discord and figure out if uh, we are all going to buy this at the same time, I guess, similar to AI Moonbirds. But it is a, you know, AI-based project. And I think, you know, Fiat Heads is kind of in line with the current, you know, uh, themes of the market. Everybody is converting their crypto, their NFTs to fiat currency because they're expecting a further descent into Goblin Town. Uh, it would make sense if this was something that did okay. Uh, we got Gentle Tornado on stage the legend from the Nifty Portal Discord. We met Tornado at VCon. Uh, he was everything we were hoping for and more. You've also changed your profile picture to your actual face, and you've just been nonstop spreading pro uh, positivity and spreading gratitude on Twitter since VCon. Was there something that, was there a shift? Did a switch go off in your mind at VCon? And that's what made you just triple down on positivity and gratitude, Tornado? Listen, dude, listen, dude. I fucking appreciate that intro. Um, I've been spending positivity since I was a youngin'. We're just making it louder now. Um, you guys cement every day that you guys are the best fucking morning show. We got Art So Fly comes on. Absolute bangers. You never know what's going to happen on the show. But here's the real alpha. Let's fucking go! It's fucking Friday. The fucking nifty portal's going off. They're putting uh, um, so much fucking content out. YouTube every day. Morning show every day. We got Easy Solana show. We got fucking Captain Kicks building a game. We got Ben Jammin, Micah G, Depeche Node. The fucking team is stacked. If you guys aren't fucking riding, you need to ride. I'm here to tell you it's a fucking good day. And I'm telling you we're going to make some cash this weekend. Let's fucking go. That's what I'm talking about, Tornado. I mean, look, ladies and gentlemen, on that note, we had a fun little show today, closing the week out. Wait, why are you stopping five minutes early? What's going on with this trend, Pio? You guys just lazy? I thought there was more to this show. Well, and then Nick, here, I'm curious. Oh, no, this is actually a fun exercise. This is going to be the Nifty Nick show for the next five minutes. I'm very, very excited to see what direction the Nifty Nick does uh, goes in. He's got his jorts on. He's got an ice cream sandwich. He's probably eating a bagel or something like that. He's just eating something, and it's unrealistic that a nutritionist would have like you know. Well, if I was the host, the first the step I do is remove you from the stage. So I'm gonna start. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna start removing everybody else, and and they can uh, learn about um, what it's like. Everyone's going. I, I'm apologizing. You're all buddies. You're all gone. But just kicking people off. <laughs> You're actually gone. kicking Chris, everybody gone. off the stage. Uh, so we're just clear, clearing this out. Bell, love you. You're gone. Um, <laughs> Witters, thanks for the jorts. Gone. Um, I'm just kicking everyone off. Uh, it, that's how we're going to start. We're going to clear this out. We're going to let other people on stage um, and just uh, rock this for four more minutes. Uh 
Scott from Lago wants to pump his mint. Look, this guy has to pay us, but uh, uh, whatever. It's mint. What, what is up Lago. with that? When is he going to pay us? It's, uh, it's that's an actual question. Lago.com. Have him sponsor the that, NYC that's event. It. That's it. Yeah. Well, he he don't he he wanted to attend. Not <laughs> he not goes he goes. No, I don't want to give you any money. He, for he you doesn't want to give money. The but NYC. there you go. Hey, Lago, uh, Scott, what's the URL? Mint.lago.com? Yes, it is mint.lagoframe.com. Just Venmo me. I was going to say five grand. That, that was five grand for the NFT. Th- there we go. That's, that's no, we, what we should are do you, at the event, Scott. We should have a frame that's on display there at the event and give one away. Wait, I mean, I, I'm, I'm stoked that – I think this is one of the first times in history – uh, like uh, a hardware company is showcasing how Web3 could be so powerful by delivering an actual product through minting an NFT, but also adding like crazy utility into the NFT by holding the pass itself. Whether it's whether it's like, access to art drops that we're doing every month that you get, whether it's access to events that we put on all uh, every month, you know, like our, our whole thing was like, listen, we're we're traveling, we're doing events all the time. Wait, this we're not. It's not. It's not. Like I, I got, say, three, I got two minutes so, left in the Nick in the Nick show. You just fucked up my show, Scott. Oh, you gotta you you gotta just give us the URL. People check it out and then send us and the then sponsorship yes check for the away. event. Yeah, then then give away a frame at our event. We're gonna announce it. You can have a whole long spiel there uh, at in front of four hundred people on a rooftop in downtown New York City. Let's you know, but they, but uh, this is for the pass, not the frame. I mean, you could claim a frame with the pass, which is cool. But well, then maybe we we reserve a pass or something like that. Yeah, and then yeah. We, the, then pa- we... the pass is more meaningful than the frame. I mean, the frame is great, but the pass gives so much more. Um. All right. Well, ch- check it out. Mint.lagoframes.com. Uh. Look, we're gonna run. You got. You guys got five seconds each. Alan Ray's. What's your five second uh concept here on the market? What do you got to say? Hey, man. Uh, first of all, thank you guys for having me up here. It's my first time on the show. I've been watching it for a while. I just got my uh, Nifty Portal Pass. I got to say it's a lot of great uh, a lot of great alpha. I try to put all my community on you guys. I always tell them that you guys are the real deal. So first off, thank you for having me. Um, I just wanted to come up here and say I just bought the the G, the money, G-Money Pass, that Adamant one one. I just wanted to How see much you pay for it? 7.5. Damn! It's up right now. It's like 9.9 in like the last hour. So I'm like, oh, hell yeah. But I just kind of want to get your thoughts on it. Uh, well, we had G-Money on earlier. And uh, I said, you know, I'm not part of it. So fuck that project. Uh, we're good. Um, you know, G-Money, props to him. Good luck. Uh, wishing him well. You know, that's how we're feeling about that. Maku, what's going on? Maku Ranger. Hey, what's up, bud? I just want to give a standing ovation for yesterday's show, man. It was it was just amazing. I laughed out hard. It was freaking funny. So just want to say uh, thanks for the laugh. And what's up with the new picture? I had it on the Goblin Town website. Um, you guys have any speculation on that? What? Like a new, like Goblin Town put a new piece of art out? Maybe yeah, Lago yeah, Frames too. got to them and like adjusted it. I don't know. It seems like something they would do. They would have... Uh, you know, participated in something like this. And then maybe if you figure out the answer to that, you're going to get a free logo frame. I don't know. I'm just putting words in their mouths. Why are you giving secrets away? I apologize. Cat, <laughs> uh, I have no idea. Uh, we'll have to check out the website, catalyze.eth. What do you got to say? 
What up? Just appreciate all of the light shared here and especially Gentle Tornado. How beautiful that you are committing to spreading the love that this space can emit on a daily basis. So can't wait to degen in uh, to all of the creative spaces that you curate. Um, and of course, to our lovely dynamic duo of hosts. We've loved the quips. I'm so glad we have the diversity of 40-ish-year-old white men at the helm. Uh, but thank you. That's for what I'm talking about. On a serious note, thank you for making space for different voices. And it was awesome to hear that G-Money is 59% focused on empowering fierce females, creating the future of Web3. Yeah. Let's effing go. You know who doesn't care about that? Me. I'm not a member of that project, and it's a bunch of bullshit, you know? Uh, it's so not about your exact demographic. I know it's it, so hard to relate to, right? It, <laughs> and, and it's about me making money. I thought that's what this show is about. I we like Catalyze a lot. Cheers, <laughs> mates. It's all love. We had yeah. a space with Dippies yesterday, too. So we were like definitely on the same wavelength. Hell yeah. That was good. All right. I just um, followed you. Well, now we can wrap, Pio. You're welcome for carrying that on my back for another five minutes. <laughs> I'm really glad that we did well, we that. We catalyzed together. So I thought it was a magical first showing, Nick. I will definitely stand your show. Um, please schedule it at like five minutes before this one usually starts. That way we can attract the same audience and just rug him completely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shout out to Kevin Ross.